Hello, all you wonderful people, and welcome back to the F1 Debrief Podcast. Uh, this is going to be talking about the Belgian Grand Prix. We're going to talk a little bit about it today. I've got a previous guest, Jared. Welcome to the show. And then I've got new guest, Kevin. So got the three people yep, t- yep. talking about the podcast. How you guys doing? How's uh, going? going? It's going. Definitely busy. Busy lately. Yeah, it's a, it's a late night recording. Oh, yeah, but... definitely. We're getting the podcast in. It's important. Important to talk about all the drama. So what are you guys' thoughts on the race? It was uh, definitely interesting, especially with the the opening two laps with the two incidents. That was definitely definitely something. I think there's a lot of of drama involved. What about you, Jared? Um, You know, it was... I thought there would be a lot more later in the stretch with uh, pit stops, but there wasn't much. It was it was a fun race to watch, especially you know having that summer break. You forget how much you need F one. For sure, for uh, sure. So there was a gaping hole in my life. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, I and then on a side note, we have I think it's one or two more races, but then I think we have another three week break because Russia's not on the calendar anymore. That is true. Yeah, they they didn't uh, end up replacing. Feel that, yeah. I mean, don't. Well, there should be. um, There was a triple header, like uh, this one, the next one, and then one more after that. And then we got another three week break. We got a lot lot of stuff, but yeah, I was kind of surprised. I I was expecting uh, a little bit more uh, stuff happening because I know they they revamped uh, the 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 spa course with a couple more gravel traps, and I and they also, I mean, they they also fixed the. Oh Rouge uh, last year, but uh, yeah, this is just a new car, so I just wanted to see if it uh, make any difference. No, mm-hmm. for sure. I don't know what exactly changes they did on the uh, track. It was basically if... just uh, they they, they uh, up Oh Rouge. They basically just uh, smoothed mm-hmm. it out because um, the previous one before it got rained out completely last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, they had to redo it, and so they they smoothed out uh, like uh, a bump basically at the top of Oh Rouge. And then they added in uh, a couple gravel traps. I can't remember where exactly, but they, they added in a couple gravel traps for this year. Oh, okay. Yeah, I felt like I, I saw a lot more spray in the gravel and more kind of mistakes into the gravel. Oh, yeah. Don't know if that is specific to it. Um, but I think we should start with the lap. What is, was it one or the lap two incident between Alonzo and Hamilton? Oh, that was the first one. That was, was the first yeah, one. Was that yeah, lap was one? Yeah, to start. Yep. Oh my gosh, dude. I mean, I, and then the whole, I don't know when you guys saw it, but then the camera like panned away and didn't even catch it at first. Oh, really? When I was oh, watching I... it on the F1 TV, it may have been a different view. Yeah. When it first happened, like the, the camera like barely caught the, the end of it. Um, but I, I couldn't believe what I saw. And then hearing the team radio afterwards of what Alonso said. I mean, that was funny. I mean, to be fair. That was so savage. <laughs> I thought that I mean, was really there, There's a lot of, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to say bad blood, but there's definitely a, a, quite the rivalry between uh, Alonzo and uh, Hamilton. They have, they have oh, quite for the, sure. the history. They, they, just, fought, they fought between Well, they were three, teammates at one point, too. That, too. Yeah, but for everybody who didn't listen uh alonzo said quoted yeah what an idiot closing the door from the outside i mean we had a megastar but this guy only knows how to drive and start in first 
When I heard that, I couldn't. I, I just started dying in laughter. I had to double take the screen. It's like, did I just do that right? Oh yeah, I went back to to take a photo of it. <laughs> um, but and then I was following someone on Instagram, and then and then they posted a stat about how Hamilton has more wins from second and behind than Al- Alonzo has in his whole career. So yeah, as like another side dig into Alonzo, but you know, I saw that too. Kind of a yeah, heat right. of the moment thing. But uh, uh, but Alonzo also with that had stat a, a Mercedes to drive. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Career. And, and yeah. with that stat, though, I feel like second. I mean, I don't know. I guess his quote does specifically say first place, but I mean, there's been plenty of races where. Hamilton started in second or third, and that isn't yeah. really like that far off the pole. No, but I, I mean, I can see where he's coming from because yeah. for the last seven or whatever years, everyone's just seen him being the like. A lot of people, you know, is up for debate if he's if he's the best driver in terms of stats. He's basically almost there, but a lot of people just see him like, "Hey, you have the best car, so you should be at first. Yeah. So I can right see. Place. Yeah, it no. Just makes sense. Yeah, a lot, a lot of banter. A lot, a lot of banter. He actually uh, also said, or Lewis did, uh, he said uh, Verstappen dominance could uh, bore fans. No, he and, didn't. Yeah. Did he really? I, I think so. I mean, I saw, I mean, I saw oh it on the Instagram page. So. Okay, that's, that's, that's another low blow. <laughs> he i mean yeah. i don't dislike him but like that i mean you've had your fame for seven years you can't be getting jealous let me, now let me go fact check myself yeah but should have said should have done that before i spoke <laughs> into existence you know it's out in the existence i don't know sometimes i i could see him saying that and i could i could see mercedes saying that because they're kind of the team where they're like. Oh, besides, uh, that he turned into me. Say say that again. You cut out. Besides him saying he turned into me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I feel like Mercedes. Yeah, is that it's the group. The like every year they're like, oh, we're terrible this year. We're we're behind the pace, and then they come out. I mean, they first. did that at the beginning of the year, and uh, they were behind the pace. Now it's yeah, it's actually happening. But, I mean, they're definitely making some strides and making their way back up there. Because um, I don't know about you guys, but I feel like now, you know, Red Bulls, I think Red Bull has it in the bag. I really do. Oh, yeah. Oh, that, that's been a given before the summer break. <laughs> even before the summer break even started. For sure. Because um, uh, before the, the Belgian Grand Prix, if Verstappen finished in second for every single one of the races and Leclerc Leclerc, I think, had to finish in first every single race yeah, to, to win does. the championship. But now Leclerc finished in, what, sixth place behind Alonso after yeah. that penalty, right? Yeah. So um, so he would have to finish in yeah. first, and Max would have to like basically get out of the points and yeah. almost all the races, which is so unlikely. I mean, he just he dominated this weekend. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, um, if you listen to some of the um, – not the podcast, like the the interviews, like after the race, uh-huh. or, or like I think it was before or, or qualifying. Uh, Verstappen said it like it, he like he said that um I don't remember exactly, but uh, he said that like the, the tr- 
the car was basically like made for spa like he like when he was talking he he said that the car just felt so good like it was ridiculous and he didn't he didn't think like that it would feel good for any like that good for any other track like of course red bull has probably debatably the best car right now yeah right next to ferrari but ferrari is a that's different we'll probably touch on that later but uh gotta throw in williams too man yeah they were the fastest in the straights i mean i mean mean, um they couldn't do uh i think they had a a low downforce uh setup uh setup because obviously they they need they they're they're so far down they kind of need to gamble here and there so yeah that's the fun thing about williams they they gamble on everything like like when um they let alex albon was he was on the hards for every single lap except Except the last last lap yeah for sure i mean that's what you have to do when you know you're a lowered team and you you're just you got to try to think of something new to get in the points Exactly. I mean, and it definitely worked. He finished P10, so he got a point. Um, I don't think he. I thought he was outside the points for that one. No, he, I got it. Yeah, unless you know the F1 uh, thing is lying to me. I got it right in front of me. Yeah, it says so. We'll go through the top ten real quick. So in P1 we got Max. Verstappen. Oh, I thought you were talking about that. That okay, never mind. Which one? Oh, you mean in that race specifically? Yeah. No, I don't know when. Um, I think he did finish outside the points then. But no, I'm talking oh, yeah. about the this race. Yes, yes, uh, okay. So in this race, we got yeah P1, Max Verstappen, P2, Sergio Perez, 3, Carlos Sainz, 4, George Russell, 5, Fernando Alonso, 6, Charles Leclerc, 7, Esteban Ocon, 8, Sebastian Vettel, 9, Pierre Gasly, and 10, Alexander Albon. Yep. So, you know, I feel like we've some new names up in that top 10 that we haven't seen in a while, like Alex, Pierre, and Sebastian. Like, yeah, I mean, kind of Aston Martin's points. finally seeing that money get to, uh, get put to <laughs> use. Finally, I, I still think that's a terrible move from Fernando Alonso. I debatable, I, very debatable. You think it's debatable? Do you think it's yeah. a good move? Uh, I feel like it's a toss up, toss up, definitely toss up. Yeah, I mean, they're they're both in the race now. I mean, uh, I can't. Where's the? I need to look at the standings, the, the team standings for F1. Cause I don't, the constructors, I, don't I got yet. them. So after the Belgian Grand Prix, we've got Red Bull in first with 475 points. I see that. Yep. Ferrari in second with 357. This, this. Mercedes with 316. Alpine is in fourth with 115. Then we have wow. McLaren with 95. Alfa Romeo with 51, Haas with 34, Alfa Tauri with 29, Aston Martin with 24, and Williams with four. So, I mean, I know I've seen, I've heard the whole Aston Martin plan of the five-year plan. I I think it's going to take a little longer. Oh, 100%. I, 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 yeah, I can see them getting up there, but I don't know if that will be when Fernando's still racing, unless he plans to die in the <laughs> oh. sport. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't think he has five more years in him, does he? Did he I, I remember listening to a, an interview question, but I don't remember. Or maybe it was a Sebastian Vettel, but they basically said, oh, will you be 
Yeah. This season too was um, will you be? Do you think you'll be racing in the next five years? And they said no. It was it was between Vettel and Alonso. I can I, I forgot because it was a little bit ago. I definitely yeah, I could yeah. definitely see Vettel saying that, especially with you know what we know his decision is now. But I mean, I feel like Alonso's just got that type. Like he just wants to race and he doesn't care. But then yeah. you know, as he gets older, like our team's really gonna you know put their faith in him or put their faith in a younger driver. I mean, Alpine didn't. Yeah, very true. Very true. Um, yeah, there's a whole fiasco with you know Alpine and McLaren. I well, did you see? Um, even before the race started, they had like the team interviews, and they had McLaren, Alpine, and Aston Martin all in the same. Did they really like, time slot? Yeah. I mean, that's kind of genius. I'm not. That's a that's a genius marketing for F1. Um, but I want to get your guys' take on the whole McLaren Alpine scenario with uh, Oscar Piastri and Daniel Ricciardo. What do you guys think is gonna happen? That's definitely uh interesting. Uh, I mean, isn't there? Did Mick officially sign for Alpine? Because I know there were the rumors about that. But I'm, I'm, no, there have been no official that. signings yet. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, I, I have like heard about that. Us. What did you say, Jared? I like him better on Haas. Mick? Yeah, and I, okay. I just Alpine like I don't know. I just they, they don't they don't um. Well, Alpine's they now. Find that the the Haas doesn't really is kind of on the edge with Mick, especially after all his his expensive crashes that he's had yeah. this year alone, and not that's not even counting last year. And yes, Haas is making you know they're making progress. And becoming a better team, but if you know, there's not a, a huge regulation change until 2026. Yeah. So obviously there'll be little things to try to you know help even out the field, but Alpine's definitely looking strong to get fourth place. So in Mick's shoes, you know, if he could snag an Alpine deal, I don't think it'd be bad for him. I think we could be able to see him in a better car and like see what his actual potential could be. But I know Alpine kind of has this whole thing where drivers will stay for two years and then they'll just leave. Yeah. So I don't know if there's I mean, something going on in that team that pushes drivers away or what's going on. I mean, to be fair, you can't really write off Haas because you said that, that they're, you basically said that they're not a good car. I mean, Kevin Magnuson finished in the points in the first race in Bahrain. Agreed. And, and still would have finished in the points even without the two Red Bull DNFs as well agreed i just think you know and uh, yeah they have a lot of potential to get up there but i just feel like they need to work on their consistency because i i loved seeing them in the points i really did you know seeing kevin magnuson and mick finally get his points but i feel like since then i feel like i really haven't seen them in the mix very much well yeah you also have to remember that because of um mick's accidents they actually had to stop their Upgrading. Um, upgrades because yeah, well true. just in the two bad crashes alone i forget the the two tracks that were there were that was two million alone yeah those two crashes and i'm not sure the middle east right other... sorry wasn't there one in the middle east yeah i think it was a saudi arabia yeah but, it was uh, saudi yeah you guys are yeah. right yeah no that's very but true yeah, very good point just those two crashes it's two million and that and i remember after that second crash uh in um, Gunther was basically like, "Yeah, we can't really upgrade <laughs> anything anymore because we we have no more budget." Yeah, no more well, he didn't even race the uh, the week after that, right? 
Uh, oh yeah, that's right. He 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 had a bad crash in uh, qualifying. Oh, wasn't that Monaco? And, uh, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah and yeah. obviously, since they didn't have a their third driver uh, drive in qualifying, they just ran one car. Yeah, I forgot about that. I was in a little scenario. True, true, true. Uh, well, what do you guys think? So then where does Oscar end, end up? Do you guys think he ends up with McLaren? Uh, at the end of the day, I'm, I'm going to say yes, because Alpine is probably not going to want a driver that, like, even though they put so much money into him, I don't think that they're going to want to uh, keep a driver that doesn't even want to be there. Like, Especially if they're gonna represent them in F one, they're they're this because I think Alpine's in other GPs, but yeah, F one like yeah, they'd probably pick up someone. They'd probably much rather pick up someone else. But uh, the thing is, I don't know who else they'd pick up because I I don't think uh, Daniel's gonna end up going there or anything. Do you think that would be on? daniel's like terms or do you think that's do you like what i'm saying is do you think that's because daniel doesn't want to go there or do you think alpine would reject daniel i think uh alpine probably would reject reject him yeah he left what one year i think it was through his two-year contract no i think he he stayed two years through his three-year contract oh that's right but he still he didn't yeah still decided to not finish his contract. He left early. He yeah. left a early. That's interesting. I I mean I can't see a Formula One without Daniel Ricardo. I it's mean, weird. It's so weird, and especially Honestly. with the Drive to Survive series, like that's been such a huge thing for him. And I know like Drive to Survive has hit America humongously, and a lot of people have you know gravitated towards Daniel. So. I think that'd be a huge hit in F1 in a way. Oh yeah, for sure. But um, he he just hasn't even if you include last year, he hasn't really really meshed with the the McLaren car. Oh yeah, because, no, he always seems to be second. Yeah, like it's not very like it's it's very niche. It's because I remember was it I was listening to another podcast or something and. Um, Carlos talked to uh, Daniel and he was like, oh, it's a weird car to drive, isn't it? And Daniel was like, yeah, it actually really is because Daniel thought it was just him, but yeah, it's definitely it's definitely a, a niche car to drive, I guess. For sure. Kind of like the Red Bull. Yeah, well, it, uh, yeah. Verstappen likes it nose heavy. Oh, he does. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Same, same with uh, Daniel. Daniel likes it uh, with uh, more, more front end. It's weird. I always I think back to what if he never left Red Bull. <laughs> you know, if always he never left Red Bull. Yeah, they'd, they'd still be in the same spot. Just Perez wouldn't have a seat. Potentially, yeah. No, no, you could see that. Um, I know. I find it so interesting. Like you said, Max. You know, was very shocked at you know, like the like you said, the car was kind of built for this track, but. He started from P14 and right. won the race. And Sergio started from, what, P2? P2 and then P2. Yeah. So, 
I and mean, ended up what thirteen seconds behind Max. Yeah, I mean that's just it's incredible the kind of pace Max has to bypass everyone in the field. By lap eleven or by lap twelve, he was already in first place. I yeah, just, I mean to be fair, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, it was eleven seconds, not thirteen. I mean that that's still uh, that's still a huge gap. Yeah, considering yeah. That. He started thirteen places ahead of him. Yeah, considering that they're in the same car, uh, probably different setup, and I know they yeah. were, they start off on different tires, but but that's the whole thing we've heard yeah. about the Red Bull is it's it's heavily favor towards Max because yeah. we've seen Alex drive it, we've seen Pierre drive it, and you know even Sergio. Sergio, I think, has done the best out of all of them. But still, I, no one has been able to match up to Max. Well, Max is just, I mean, that, that is true. But Max is also just a good driver. Yeah, he's, no, no, no. He, very he, true. His raw pace in general is amazing. I like that um, was during qualifying where uh, Hamilton finished his lap and then they told him 1.8 seconds off. And he was like, what? 1.8? What? Is that right? Yeah, they the Mercedes said that it was their worst qualifying in ten years, which wow. I think it's a little dramatic. Yeah. Um, because they qualified, I think fifth and sixth was it or something. Uh, I, I I don't remember. Uh, I I'm, I think yeah, definitely fifth. Okay. I know um, George qualified fifth. I don't know where Hamilton Hamilton ended up. Uh, I want to look at starting. this. Yeah, but uh, talking about the uh, keeping on the topic of uh, the Red Bull pace, talking about we can talk about the the fastest lap set by Max Verstappen on the mediums when Ferrari tried to come back and take at least that one point away from him on the softs. He's he wasn't he still wasn't able to yeah wow to take that that fastest point off of uh of uh, uh, Verstappen. Yeah, wow, Max. that's crazy. Yeah, I, I just laughed when I saw them pitting him. Yeah, it even sucked more because uh, he he got a penalty for going too fast in the pits. Yeah, <laughs> apparently his well, apparently his whatever sensor that is was broken because of and then broken. Uh, uh-huh. That's but it's been following Ferrari's suit. I mean, they've been doing a terrible job in reliability and yeah. in strategist. I don't know. I mean, Go ahead. Question. Um, oh, yeah. yes. Uh, I was joking. Never mind. What? <laughs> I was saying because uh, they, they would follow up. Every, they would start saying, question, do you like hard tire or medium tire? Question. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, was about to, I was about to say that. Like, It makes no sense. Like, The strategist is asking the driver. Like, Yeah, of course, it makes sense. You want the input. But when you're asking the driver that doesn't know how other tires are doing on the track, their input, like these guys, are getting no paid millions of dollars. Well, they did. This. They did mention it. They said there's high degradation, uh, but it seems to be going across all the board. And also, same with the medium hard tire. So they did kind of fill them in with the degradation. That, 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 I, like, I remember hearing that, but that was only like once. Like they were never like, oh, like this is the best tire. Oh, it's, like we're on X yeah. lap. It makes more sense to do this, so we're gonna do this. Yeah. Like it, 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 it did kind of sound, sound like they kind of seemed like uh, the drivers were their own strategists sometimes. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I, although I do, I do think it was a little better than what they've done previously. Because yes, you know, the, debatable. I mean, <laughs> well, it is debatable, but you could say 
the past races they've done terrible where yeah, there's just a huge mess up. But now that like the drivers have like a little say, it's it's more just like I don't know. You you could say that maybe Ferrari wants to have part of the blame on the drivers, but yeah. it did seem a little bit better. In my opinion, like it wasn't as like chaotic. Like, what are we doing? What are we doing? Both both parties were in agreement on what was going to happen. I could see it. that it was better, but it's still not where it needs yeah. to be. I mean, I can definitely see how Ferrari would want to somehow put the blame onto their drivers because they. I, I didn't follow that season too well, but uh, was it Sebastian's last season in yeah. Ferrari? He, I, I remember he was not happy. No, and I think actually Ferrari has um, a history of kind of doing that. Exactly. Cause they, yeah, they, with the Alonso too. To, exactly. They prefer to keep their, their brand than keep their driver's happy. 1,000%. Because what was it? Alonso was like two, three points away from winning the championship in a make, make the third best car at best or something mm-hmm. like that. I remember. Yeah. No, kind of wild. Um, but do you think the results would have changed if he didn't have to pit during the safety car? I, I honestly oh. think it would have been better for Ferrari. Because to me, it made no sense. Because they they try to go from, it was a 44-lap race, right? I think, but yes, mm-hmm. yes. Something like that, yeah. They, they pit. They pit uh, I think on was on the fourth lap, but that then, wasn't because they, that was yeah damage I thought yeah so yeah, uh, well, it wasn't damage it was uh something was blocking one of the ducks his uh brake ducks I remember so, it was no it was yeah. the um the visor the visor it was the from film. it was from Max yeah yeah but the the thing is he tried to make a one stop from on yeah from the fourth lap on mediums like no. Not that makes happen. no sense. Like if you put them on hards, it make a little, it make more sense. Like okay, just go for it. But on mediums, I I, I don't remember how long they were supposed to last, but I doubt they're supposed to last. Like I think I saw it averaging around laps. 14, 16 laps. That was pushing it for sure. That was definitely pushing it. Um, yeah. I, I thought it was, was kind of funny how the wind visor was for Max though. <laughs> kind of like another a, dig insult to, to entry. I know. Yeah. No Basically. kidding. Basically. No kidding. What else happened in this race, guys? Uh, the second lap. Uh, the second lap. Uh, what about uh, Gotifi and Botas? Yep. Oh, I felt bad for Valtteri. It was his birthday. I know. Oh. <laughs> I felt so <laughs> bad. And then was it? I forget uh, which one of the commentators, but like, oh, it's Pete. It's uh, it's Pete's birthday. I'm like, no. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was Martin Brundle. Yeah, I think it was too. Gosh. He's like, oh, that's not the type of beach he wanted to go to. <laughs> Dude, I mean, yeah, you know, there's nothing he could do. He's either yeah. going to get hit, and he tried to avoid it, and he just spun out. Yeah, I mean, Dude. Yeah, Latifi dipped, dipped a tire in the gravel, and he, he avoided it, but at the end. But Wait, who? Latifi who? dipped yeah. uh, his oh, uh, no, back tire. Yeah. No, no. Dude, I'm sorry. Latifi's got to go, man. He's got to go, Tifi. Yeah, you're right. He's just. No, no. He's the goat. He, I just, I don't know. You can't, what... you can't hate a man in his uh, new element, dude. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't like it. Don't like it. Um, who do you guys I think? Mean, who would you, who would you replace him with, though? 
I don't know. See, I've I've heard Williams a few those, people. Yeah, Williams, uh, Nick DeVries from Formula E. Um, there's Logan Sargent from F2, who's an American. Isn't he Red Bull? Logan Sargent? No, he's Williams. Um, he's not like I've, I've, and I don't watch F2, but I've heard that he's in F2 this year. There's really no like crazy talent. That's like, you know, like, a the like Charles Leclerc or Landon Norris where you just know they're going to be good. But I think, you know, in a way it could be good to have an American in the sport just cause I think that would just boost, you know, Williams and just boost F1 in general. So I think that's a big selling point on possibly having him in the team. But we'll see. You know, there's still a long time before we'll figure out who's going to be driving next year. I mean, there is a uh, Vips. I mean, he kind of got into No, he, there's no thing. way. But um, there's also Liam Lawson. Like, I forget which champion he, he lost last year, but he barely lost out. I think someone crashed into him and he almost brought it back to win the championship he ended up being a second he started the race and going into the race i think he was he was projected to win but then someone basically crashed him out and he finished second or third and this is so he's an f2 yeah oh okay He's he's also a Red Bull driver, and then like you said, uh, oh, okay. pretty good. And then Drukovic is also pretty good. He's actually leading the the championship. Yeah, right now, I actually. heard about that. I heard about that. So it'll be interesting. But and then, do you think on when we're heading back to Daniel? Do you think Daniel would go to Haas potentially if Mick went to Alpine? Yes. You think he would? I mean, yeah, because you have to think about it. Who would Haas? put into that second seat agreed yeah because i think he'd be uh, a little overqualified for us i would but it then that's that point like where else do you go you know yeah, I yeah think... and that's assuming that um he'd be okay taking a pay cut because well the yeah. Mick probably makes i think was it two million a year well daniel makes 26 i think yeah so he could he go into alpha romero seat um, I, potentially, I but I think Alpha's going to re-sign Joe. Yeah. Okay. Really do. They're, they're going to want to keep their young driver, especially since he's, he's not bad. Like he, he was in uh, F2 for like three or four years. He was, he, he understood everything. He seemed pretty prepared coming into F1. Yeah. And I actually, I think he's doing pretty good. I think he's kind of proven himself. Um, so I could definitely see them trying to, you know, get more years with him and seeing how it goes. But it, I, just, I think it's really interesting because do you guys think Daniel would – because obviously with this whole contract thing, McLaren, I believe, is buying Daniel out of his contract. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like do you think he would do that having – like knowing he has another drive mm-hmm. after that or he's just like, you know, it's gotten to the point where it's kind of unbearable on both ends and he just needs an out and he'll try to figure it out after that. I mean, regardless, um, McLaren obviously doesn't want him, so he's not going to want to race somewhere he's not wanted because that that just creates a a toxic environment. 
And that was, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, I, I forgot what I was going to say. Go. <laughs> I, well, I was going to say, that was the whole issue with, I feel like, Red Bull. He felt like they didn't want him, so he, he, he left. Mm-hmm. And now I feel like it's yeah. just, it's following suit again. I don't know. It'd be interesting to see, you know, what happens. Yeah. I, I, and we've already mentioned it, but um, I personally think that uh, Alpine will fight tooth and nail to keep uh, Pistari. I don't think they're going to let him slip away. Piastri? Piastri. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, no, but I, I don't think they're going to let him go. I think they're going to try to push and keep him. I mean, I they could... took it to, to court. And yeah, and, it. like, that, that makes me, like, wonder, like, if, like, why would they want to just let him go over to McLaren? Like, they just file a lawsuit. They're not going to just just give that up lightly. Agreed. Another thought I had, which then, again, this kind of goes against what, like, Kevin said and what I kind of agree with Alpine rejecting Daniel, but if somehow McLaren and Alpine you know, came up with some legal contract to have like a contract swap. Um, I thought about that. I don't know like how real that could be or if it's even, you know, legal and possible, but I thought, you know, I don't know if there's a way for, you know, Alpine to say, Hey, we'll give you Oscar if we, you know, are guaranteed Daniel for a year or something. But then again, it's, that's the whole point is, you know, does Alpine even really want Daniel with what Daniel did to them? So it's interesting. I mean, didn't uh, Ot- Otmar uh, say that he'd entertain having Daniel? I don't. I, I don't. I didn't. Uh, I haven't really looked too much into this. I'm not sure, but I could see it. You know, it's a new team principal since Daniel left. That's so. true. I mean, uh, what was his name? The the old. Uh, uh, Cyril Atabuli. French dude. Yeah, Cyril. Uh, I mean, they're still, they're still chill. I mean, like Cyril ended up getting that uh, tattoo. That tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> so dude. obviously they're still in talking terms, but uh, there's definitely a bit of bitter taste. The, you know uh, what's even there. funny is, freaking Zach Brown got a tattoo because of Daniel Ricardo. <laughs> so it's, I mean, gosh, just more, more craziness. Uh, but Imagine yeah, if Otmeyer gets a tattoo if uh, <laughs> if Daniel moves there, that'd be so funny. Well, that's the thing. I mean, who knows how much has changed since Daniel has left the team? You know, maybe it's you know new staff or whatever. But you know, maybe they don't feel like Daniel has you know betrayed them in a way, and they would consider taking him on. Because I, I mean, I don't think Daniel's washed. You know, unfortunately, I think he just really you know has no clue how to drive the McLaren car. I still think he's got a lot of talent and has a lot to offer. So they might see that, you know, as a useful driver um, compared to some other ones if they couldn't get Oscar. Did you think he had a similar situation with the Renault car where he didn't really know how to drive it, the car was not suited for him? Or I mean, he, he eventually, in his uh, second year, he eventually found found how to drive it because he got uh, one, two podiums. I'm not too sure. But he, yeah, he ended up doing two not too bad in the, in the second season after he got used to it. Yeah. I mean, I, he, beat, he beat out uh, Akon. Yeah, he did. No, yeah, I think he, he did have an understanding for the car, but it wasn't, it wasn't you know, the greatest car. It was, mm-hmm. I think it was fourth after McLaren. 
or maybe even fifth. I'm not entirely sure. Um, but I, I think he was able to drive that car a lot better than the McLaren. Um, but oh, yeah. I remember hearing about when he moved to McLaren, he had said he'd always want to drive. He had always wanted to drive for McLaren and like loved McLaren ever since he started following F1. So it's just like, gosh, more, you know, old things, you know, that just make it, <laughs> make it worse with the situation. Age well. Yeah. No I mean, kidding. He, I mean, was it, he based, I mean, he grew up watching Arnold and Seton. Uh, he grew up watching Senna. Yeah. Same with yeah. Hamilton. So for sure. And they both, I mean, I guess now they both uh, <laughs> end up at McLaren at some point. Well, yeah, Daniel's trophy is next to Senna's. I remember that video. Um, but do you guys think it's like my whole thing is, and I, I just read this fact today that Alpine had read um, about Oscar's decommitment through social media. They found out yeah. that he like he said all that stuff through social media. And so it's like obviously there was some – miscommunication humongous error um because they 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 like they were pretty quick i think this was what two days after alpine or um fernando alonso confirmed that he was moving to aston martin that they announced oscar would be driving uh yes i feel like alpine was honestly just trying to like cover their butts and like this was all planned what was planned yeah like I feel like they didn't want to look like they were surprised by the Fernando Alonso move, and that's why like so soon, like two days after, they had announced that Oscar was going to be joining the team. Oh, I heard that that was a surprise. Either. No, 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 no. I it was a surprise, uh... but I'm saying I think that <laughs> Alpine was like trying to, you know, cover it up as if it wasn't a surprise, you know, and like it was a plan. Uh, I mean, I guess they could, but I don't know what benefit that would give them. Agreed. No, yeah, I totally agree. Um, who knows, man? Who knows? It'll be an interesting next few weeks or months to figure out what the heck's going to happen. Oh, yeah. Um, what? Uh, let's see. Uh, we can talk about more about the Belgium page. I know. I feel like we, we kind of uh, sidetracked yeah. there, but uh, well, it wasn't much going on there. I think, yeah, there were a few good moments, but I feel like, yeah, it wasn't. But, I mean, now talking about the Belgian Grand Prix, with, I feel like Mercedes is edging their way closer to Ferrari. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Do you guys think, you know, after seeing their performances and, you know, Russell was almost being able to get signs at the end of the race, do you guys think that Mercedes will be able to beat Ferrari in the constructors and potentially drivers. I don't think so. I, I, I think I just think there's no way that Ferrari could. No really way are some out. big words. No way. I know. I know. I'm not eating my words. I'm not eating my words. But I'm just saying, they have like such like their, their car is so much better. I and I think in my mind, their drivers right now, besides Hamilton, I think are. Are doing better, like they're just. It's just it's a, it's just it comes down to the strategy, and if they they've put decent races, like they've actually won races, where uh-huh. Mercedes they haven't won a race at all this season, so, it I just I think that, 
Ferrari still comes out on top over Mercedes at the end of the season. What do you think, Kev? Yeah, I think it'll, it'll definitely get close, but I think uh, Ferrari will somehow manage to stay second. I I think Mercedes will come out on top in the constructors. Constructors. Yeah, I, can, I can also see that. Looking at you know the points, let's see. We got so Ferrari has three hundred and fifty-seven points, and Mercedes has three hundred and sixteen. And there's I think eight races left, so it'll definitely be a close fight. That's for sure. Um, oh, a couple more double DNS for the Ferrari and. Uh, yeah, hey, well, that's what I'm saying. Mercedes close. has been you know so consistent. You know, this is the first race that Hamilton you know hasn't finished, and yeah. George has finished top five besides Silverstone. So it's like they're very consistent, constantly getting at least with George you know a top five finish. Um, was uh, Silverstone a DNF? Yeah, he was actually kind of the one who caused the crash. He got kind of pinched in between, and you know, uh, hit someone. What, and that was you mean they, they turned into him? I don't. I heard something that it was like George. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. yeah. They turned. They, <laughs> yeah, they turned into him. It was not his fault at all. Mercedes is not at fault. No, but yeah, that was the one where Joe flipped over. But, but no, I mean he's yeah he's been very consistent with the top five finish so you know you know consistency is better than finishing one race and well i mean i'm not going to say this is true because others would disagree but you know finishing one race in first and then dnfing the other three races so i don't know it's it's very I mean, max kind of did that last season <laughs> okay true but dude max is on another level i think he's only gotten like two third place finishes and the rest of his finishes are either first or second in the last like two years which is incredible it's insane i mean he got what eighth place in uh hungry last year oh did he really yeah i mean remember uh when botas completely missed his breaking point oh yeah and took out half the grid (laughs) i forgot about that (laughs) <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. Yes, you're right. You're right. But yeah, when when he has a fully functioning car that doesn't and he doesn't DNF, he he usually finishes the, uh, the race. The British Grand Prix came in seventh. Oh, he did this year. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So he's got he's got Bar two one DNFs. Race. I forget why though. <laughs> I forget why. Yeah, there's got to be a reason, man. It wasn't um, his fault. There was some errors with his car. See? Where it just it didn't have the pace. Like Kevin said, if Red Bull gives him the car, he can do it. Was that the race where he had the problems with his um, uh, flap opening, DRS opening? Yeah, I think uh, that's what it was. I think that's when they were having that deal. He didn't push his sky-class Q button. That, that was his first. I think that was when they tried to do a uh, weight reduction. The, for the first, like a big weight reduction for the first time in the, their DRS uh, mechanism was one of the things that they worked on in the fail push. Ay ay ay, ay ay ay. Yeah, well, this is right here. Uh, Bahrain Grand Prix and the Australian Grand Prix were both DNS one. Yeah, but if he doesn't DNF, he's almost in first almost every time. Yeah, there's only everyone else is first or second, with the exception of Monaco, we got third. Yeah, I mean, that's a crazy stat. Crazy, crazy stat. Uh, But going back to the whole points in Mercedes and Ferrari, so it's like 
Charles Leclerc, he's got 186 points. Carlos Sainz has 171. George Russell has 170. And Lewis Hamilton has 146. I think if anyone like George, I think George definitely has a good shot at beating Carlos. Uh, I don't know about good shot, but he definitely has a shot. I'll say that. No, yeah. I mean, I feel like Carlos is very hit or miss on if he's got the pace or not. Well, I feel like Ferrari also doesn't give him a very good uh, strategy since he's technically the second driver. You the know. second driver. No, yeah, you true. I don't know. It'll be interesting. It'll be very interesting. Um, Do you anyways. think Charles or Sergio Perez comes in second in the driver's standing? Ooh, that's a good Perez. one. Perez? Gosh. Okay. If, As it stands, he's five points back. If, if, if Charles can find a way to be somewhat decent and Ferrari can figure out their act, which is... It's not very... that Charles... Charles has to be decent. It's just that the the strategy just has to be okay. For, yeah, that's true. It just needs, it just needs to be okay. It doesn't even need to be good. It just needs to be there. They need uh, to know what tires they're putting on and not have Leclerc say, "Wait, what tires are these?" But because um, I yeah. feel like Sergio has kind of been up and down. You know, he's had has some good moments, and that he's. Just been like way out of the points. I really haven't heard much of him. I know. Past races, he's just been like kind of just. Ever since Monaco, I feel like I heard him in Monaco. He's like he won Monaco, then he he got the contract extension, but then after that, I was like, oh, he's gone. He's like, I got I got the contract extension. I can I can chill down now. It's kind of like Yeah, I mean, like like what you said earlier, like Sergio hasn't really been very comfortable with the. With the car, car ever since yeah. it started getting upgrades. For sure. Because I feel like he's... I don't know his driving style, but I think it's more rear-ended or if not neutral. Well, the car has been more upgraded to be more front-end. Yeah. For sure. So, yeah. Interesting. Well, any other final thoughts on the Belgian Grand Prix, even though we kind of went all over the place with this one? Red Bull dominance. Red Bull it'll, dominance. It'll stay. I, I don't think it'll be as strong as it was in the Belgium Grand Prix, but it'll definitely it'll definitely stick around for the rest of the, the rest of the season for sure. Yeah. What about you, Jared? Yeah. I, I mean, just it was a very exciting race in the beginning, kind of lackluster uh, throughout the middle, but there was a little excitement at the end with Leclerc and uh, the pit. <laughs> just just really strange strategy yeah for sure yeah all i have to say is more ferrari pain for all the tifosi out there um all right so now next week's race predictions in the netherlands top top five or uh, top three predictions Ooh, podium I predictions um... i know it's on the spot I mean, would it be? I've got Max Russell. You kind of have to start with Max. Wow, you think a two-three for? Uh, I do. I do. Yeah. I think Hamilton's gonna want some. Well, you have to. You have to remember that Mercedes is good when the track is smooth. 
That's true. I actually don't know what the Netherlands track is. Uh, it's very windy. It's, it's Zandvoort, isn't it's it? It's a racetrack. It's Zandvoort. Yeah, it's very windy. I don't know how. You know what? I I, I already said it. I'm sticking with it. <laughs> I'm sticking with it. It's it's out there. Um, so I haven't even taken a look at next week. It's uh it's the, yeah, yeah but, the uh, Netherlands. I'm Max's say... home Grand Prix. Mm. Who's gonna I want to say I will say I not will... in this go ahead not in this order but I'm going to go Max Carlos and Leclerc okay with an with the fourth spot being an Alpine okay yeah I'd give my Whoa. fourth spot to Alonso I'd like okay. to see him get a podium. Yeah. That'd um, be nice to see. Yeah. What about you, Jared? What's your top three? I'm going to go say uh, Max first. Uh, man, maybe Carlos. No, never mind. No, no, no. Carlos, I feel like, Carlos, I feel like is going to have something where his car just blows up again. No, he's yeah. not going to blow up. He's going to have a DNF. I'm going to predict he'll have a DNF. Carlos DNF? I'm going to protect Carlos on the DNF. Okay. Ooh, that's a uh, I will say George gets on the podium in second, okay. followed by Perez in third. All right. So you've got Max, George, Perez. Kevin's got in no particular order Max, Charles, and who? Carlos. And Carlos. Okay. And I've got Max, George, Hamilton. With Alonzo and fourth. Um, interesting. All right. So I don't know if this will stick, but I like the Prius predictions. We could do a thing um, where we get points for what we get correct. You know, and oh, like, if it's we, like a fantasy team. Yeah, exactly. What's the prize? Um, or punishment. Punishment. <laughs> <laughs> What's the punishment? I, I don't know. I I'm just should, saying. We should go the uh, Ricardo method and uh, loser gets a tattoo. No, okay. No, that, that's brutal. Uh, but no, I'm thinking if you if you guess your first place correct, you get three points. If you guess second place, you get two. If you guess third, you get one point. Okay. If you guess uh, everything correct, you get uh, five. So like five total points? Wait, if you guess everything correct, so like, five that'd, total be, points. that'd be less. <laughs> no, I'm saying like I'm saying like additional five. Oh, so like if you so get, you'd get eleven. Yes. Mm, is that too much? Well, I mean, if you're getting every person at position correct. Okay. Uh, are you good with that, Kevin? I can, I can, yeah, I can live I with mean, that. We can always talk about it later. That's true. Well, you know, it's not set in stone. All right, I can, I can deal with that. All right, five extra points if you get all three correct. And then maybe in, we could in even the actual th- order. What? Yeah, it's got to be obviously yeah. actual order. Can't be same podium just switched around. But all right, we'll stick with that, and yeah, we can, we can finagle with it later, need be. alrighty guys well thanks you for listening it's a little bit of a longer podcast but much appreciated Um, I definitely want to you know have you guys Jared and Kevin on more often definitely like sharing the discussion and talking about it with different perspectives and I think the people will like that too Um, so thank you for listening please share it and like it and comment on it 
again, much appreciated for all you guys listening, and stay tuned for the next podcast. Thanks for listening, and peace.